so Batman is a thing that's going to be coming out and everybody's excited about Batman. New Batman. How do you feel about new Batman? I feel nothing. And I'm a Batman fan. Yeah, like, it's, it's so weird. Like, I like, I really want to be in love with this Batman, but it's like, no. Like, I don't, like, I don't have that feeling. Like, I don't have that connection. And it's just so fucking weird. Like, everybody's hyping it up and talking about it's going to be so good. It's like, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. And you know what's weird? Like, a lot of people are going to blame that, the Batman actor. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's him. Because, like, I'm actually a fan of his. Like, you know, I actually watched the fucking Twilight series. Mm-hmm. And I did enjoy, like, a lot of it, but... Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, it's like the vibe of the movie itself. Listen, I've never watched any Twilight series. I, I've seen him in other shit, but like him, like the Batman vibe of the whole entire build around the story and like everything that like I've seen so far, it just, it just doesn't feel, it doesn't feel Batman to me. Yeah. It just feels off. Like, it just feels so off. Like, and I know, like, people are going to be like, well, you need to give it a try. Maybe it might be really good. Listen, everybody that's just seeing the trailer immediately goes, oh, my God, it's so good. And then it's like, I don't get that vibe. I don't have that Batman feel where I'm like, oh, my God, this is this is going to be dope. It's, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's so weird. Like, it's weird because I feel nothing. Like, the last one, Batfleck and whatever, I instantly did not like him. <laughs> Almost just about every other Batman I liked, you know? This one, I feel, I feel nothing at all. Batfleck, to me, was just, like, complete garbage. And I know mm-hmm. there's some people out there like, no, it's actually really good. It was complete garbage. Yep. And, like, I have, I have girls just telling me, Batman's gonna be so dope. We should go see it. We should go see Batman. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go see Batman. I don't want to. Like, it's something about it that, that makes me just go. Uh, I don't really give a shit. You know what the best part about it is? Catwoman. It's the fucking score. The score of it. It sounds like the music that they play in the background sounds so dark and dreary and just like. It's like perfect Batman background settings. But the problem is everything else around it is just like eh. Like yeah. I don't know. Like I feel like dude is way too dreary to be a Bruce Wayne when Bruce Wayne is not like this super down ass weird dude that's just like yeah, whatever. Bruce isn't like that. Dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Batman is like definitely that. Bruce is like, yo, I'm kind of a chill dude. I'm really rich and just like kind of a weirdo. But I'm not down and emo as a regular person. Exactly. Like he's like he's like one of those rich billionaires that you're like, oh, he's not that bad. Like there's nobody I can compare him to that's like a billionaire that's like not that bad because everybody that you compare him to is like 
everybody billionaire that we know is just like complete villains. Elon Musk is like, there's no way you're not telling me he's Doc Ock or somebody. Like he's like a complete villain. Like he's like he's to- like he's totally the dude. Like he's totally the dude that's gonna block out the sun one day, and we're gonna be like, oh shit, we gave that man too much fucking power. <laughs> like, like, like him. Like he's that kind of bad. And then you have Bezos is just like the real Lex Luthor. And you're like, okay, well, shit. Like everybody's bad. Then you have fucking Mark Zuckerberg. I swear to God, he's Brainiac. He's brilliant, not because he's smart, just because he always has a plan to do something really fucked up, and I feel like he's a clone of himself. <laughs> so, see? I'm just surprised that the fucking Brainiac logo comes out from his fucking, like, forehead. Oh, my God. I wouldn't be surprised. See, like, most of the billionaires we know are just, like, total supervillains, and there's none that just, like, just hits the mark and, like, hey, I'm Batman. Like, none of them hits the Batman mark. But yeah, like, we have rampled about Batman and not wrestling. You want to talk about wrestling? Because that's why we're here. Yeah, why not? I mean, of course, but, like, we should, we should really get, like, five-star steaks or, like, five-star fish five star meals like you know like those are like the best meals cause like any other time you're just eating shit and then like we get five star meals at like one specific restaurant that, that everybody likes and no yeah yeah no and I know people are like what the fuck is that about it's about some incel that's on Twitter that's just too much of a dick writer and people called him a dick writer and he wants to make some fucking tweet about how people were getting fed shit from one company and the other company gives five-star meals. And the funny part is, like, it was already important that it was just like, dude, you don't talk to human beings outside of the internet. And you definitely don't talk to girls because no one fucking talks like that. No one makes wrestling that much of a life that they're like, this is like, we get five-star meals from Tony. And it's like, dude, like that's so fucking cringe. That's completely fucking cringe. Like, and it makes other wrestling fans be like, I don't even want to admit that I'm a wrestling fan if this type of people exist in the world. Because it makes everybody else look weird. And it's like, that, yeah, like he fits the stereotype and it's like he makes it look weird for everybody else. And he's just like, such like, it's a bunch of people like that on the internet. And it's like, dude, it is just so fucking cringe. And I know people are like, well, there's a lot of people that, that do WWE shit. Yeah, there are a lot of people that do WWE shit. And, like, I see some actual cringe human beings that are on the internet and just, like, really bad and have bad takes. But a lot of them have sex. And they do cringe shit because they're bored. 
some people do cringe shit in like really bootlicking dick ride because they can't get any outside. Exactly. It's very like it's very triggering. It's like what the fuck? Like what? Like what do you people like? What is wrong with you people? Like you're making this so bad for like regular wrestling fans. It's like, listen, I go outside, I have sex, I do work, I touch grass constantly, but I go on the internet and talk about wrestling because that's one of my favorite things to do. But it's motherfuckers like you who do not go outside and just talk, 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 and want a dick ride and just be like this cringe ass person and be like, I love wrestling this much that I'm just an asshole. It's like, okay. It's okay. not the only thing in your life, and it's not the only thing in my life either. So, yeah, it's like, that's what's funny because, like, some of these people, that's the only thing in their lives, and they just become like, that's their identity as a wrestling person. That's my identity. That's why I have so many followers on Twitter and I'm this dude. Like DJ, whatever the fuck his name is, who was definitely, who was definitely never getting any pussy in his life. And I don't even know if he'll ever grow out of that because of the way he is. He's a fucking mark for himself and he just thinks that he's a goddamn wrestling person himself. He's never getting any pussy. He's never getting any pussy. If he does, like, it'll be a fucking miracle. Yeah. If you listen to us, please do not be fucking cringe. Like, go outside, touch grass. Don't be fucking weird. Please don't be fucking weird. It is such. It is such a bad stereotype. We do not need that. And I know somebody's like, but you two like do wrestling podcasts in your basement or whatever. No, I have a whole fucking house that I can walk around and do a fucking podcast in any goddamn room I want to. It's mine. I own it. You can suck my fucking cock from the top to the fucking bottom. I am not one of those fucking weirdos that, that you keep seeing. I'm doing this as a hobby. You know, it's not really my thing, but it's a hobby. I watch wrestling. I know things, so I want to talk about it. Have a podcast. Have you guys listen to it and enjoy it and be like, this brightens up my day because there's some degenerate asshole out there that makes a podcast that speaks to me. I just don't want you guys to be cringe and just be like, hmm, well, I'll never get pussy, so wrestling is my identity. Please don't be that guy. Fucking understand that there's more to life than that. Go outside and touch grass. And if you don't have any grass, like if that's your excuse, touch some concrete. Yes, just go outside, breathe the air, breathe the air. And for certain people who are on the internet and usually say stuff like that, who say really bad stuff, and then DMs and try to do stuff with me, and I say no, it's not because. I don't want to. It's because of other reasons. So, move on. So, we started out with a five-star stake here because we got the Young Bucks versus Roppongi Vice. How did you like this match? Yeah, I mean, it was Rampage. 
Wait, the match was okay. Okay, so I've seen like almost all of their matches. I think I've seen all of them. We this one, that. I think I did. I think this is like this is like in the mid range. This isn't one of the good ones, like the one where they had the one in LA that was really good. They had a one. It was like one where Rocky was going to leave Trent and they fought the Bucks and they was like, this is the only way that we stay together if we win the titles. And like Rocky kept almost losing because he felt like he was a weak link. And then they finally beat them and it was like, oh my God, this is so great. The build to the story, the whole match was great. It was like, it was great. So I put this one in in the middle. Like in the middle. It wasn't like the worst one, but it wasn't the best either. Yes. I do like that Danhausen showed up. And that was really funny. Because I called it. <laughs> totally. Renegade goes, he's on Orange Cassie's under the ring. Uh, watch Danhausen be under there. And sure enough, Danhausen was under there. It, it was fucking hilarious. Apparently, like, your TV was, like, so, like, past mine. Like, as I'm saying it, it happened on your side. Yes. We had Orange Cassidy get attacked by Brandon Cutler after the match because the Bucks won, of course. And then Brandon Cutler tries to spray Orange Cassidy, but he has on glasses. That dipshit. So, yeah, he is. Orange Cassie knocks him out. The Bucks super kick him. Trent comes in the ring and Trent gets a blade runner for his troubles. So, Jay White's around. And Jay White's going to face Trent Beretta next week. That's actually going to be a good match. Yes. yes. I, once again, have to remind wrestling fans of only America. Jay White is not going to sign with AEW. He is full-time signed with New Japan. This is a favor that was called then that plays into whatever freaking story, blah, blah, blah. He's not signing. If you really want to watch him, watch New Japan and stop being weird. Okay? Okay. We have Dante Martin supposed to take on Will Hobbs next week for a qualifier revolution blah 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 match okay I'm good with that this next part like it was so good it like it's funny because it was multiple reasons so they asked Brian they said dude what the fuck was up with the whole John Moxley and he goes I'm looking for a long term committed relationship with John Moxley. And I want that with him. But the thing he had with Punk was a one night stand. I'm like, uh, uh, okay. Uh, all right. Well, that, that's, a, that's a thing. Exactly. Like, what, like, like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then. Did you say? <laughs> no, he didn't. And then, which was really fucking funny. It was fucking hilarious to me. And it was so funny. Matt Seidel comes up and was like, hey, did you say that you wanted to get rid of me 
so you can have Lee Moriarty. And the funny part, Brian and Matt Seidel have the same exact fucking haircut. And it was so weird that they were looking at each other. I'm like, you guys had the same haircut. What the fuck are you talking about? So that's that's what I was thinking. Lee Moriarty goes, dude, I don't need you to talk for me. He's like, I was like, I will fight you next week. And Brian's like, yeah, that's what I want. I want that anger. So we get a match that I'm personally happy that we get. Lee Moriarty versus Brian Danielson next week. That's going to be good. Yes. So then we had Britt Baker versus my niece. Fuck you. <laughs> Robin Renegade. Yes. So Britt beats Renegade and then she goes to put the lockjaw on her. And then Thunder Rosa comes out, which is like, okay, cool. Then Jamie Hayter comes out to beat up Thunder Rosa, and it's like, okay, that's happening. Then Mercedes Martinez... there from the beginning. Yes. Then Mercedes Martinez comes out and pushes Jamie Hayter, like, get off of her. I'm going to kill her. So Mercedes and Jamie start the fight, and it was so funny that they both were about to go into each other and fight, but Britt was right in between them, and grab both of their heads and like, no, hug! It was like, okay. You lucky. You lucky. I'm like, okay. Lucky mom's here. Like, that's what it felt like. Like, I'm joking, but that's what it felt like. Yes. Then we had the most disrespectful thing I've heard in a long time in a <laughs> yeah. promo for no fucking reason. So we get Layla Hirsch. Layla Hirsch talked about how she's badass and how she got adopted and like in Russia and it's like it was it was like alright it was cute and that's why she has to fight and then they have Chris Statler and she goes well if you were like that when you were a kid I see why your mother left you what (laughs) (laughs) that shit hurt that shit hurt me I'm like what the fuck I, I'm gonna say like that's the best promo I've heard in a while just for the fucking Lucasfilm. Yes. I was so fucked up about it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so then we got Hook. Hook came out. And he fought some guy. I don't even know the dude's name because he died. I almost called him Billy Eilish. No, that's a woman. That's a woman. <laughs> and Hook murdered the shit out of this dude. And Hook proved why he's a hooker. No, we're hookers. Because we all fell in love with him. <laughs> and I know this is leading up to him versus Chuty Marshall, but like, yeah, I, I don't really care. Like, I don't really care. I just want him to just murder everybody. I don't care who he murders. You notice he started off as a heel, but like he's slowly but surely trans like transitioning into a face. Yeah, because like how are you gonna stop that? That's like he's so fucking cool. How are you gonna yeah. stop that? You can't. You can't. Like you, you have to go with it. Like you notice like he panned into the like the fans a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm totally okay with that. Me too. 
he's better off as a face. Like, yes. do you think he's gonna wind up leaving his dad though in, in storyline? Mm, later on, yeah, but like for about a year or so, no, I think he's gonna stick close to his dad. Oh, okay. So then we had the main event, <laughs> which was Jurassic Lucha Express versus the Ass Boys. Billy Gunn and the Ass Boys. My God, dude. This was, it was a match. The Ass Boys totally ripped off their uncle Shawn Michaels in gear. I'm like, okay. And of course, you know, the Ass Boys lost. But Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy hit the kill switch to get the win. And it's like, hmm. Hmm. Is that leading to something? Is that leading to something? Probably. Even though he's done, done it like once or twice before. He doesn't do it often, but that is one of his moves. Yeah, I, I hope at least the, the match that we've been waiting on, Christian versus him, but yeah. Yeah, because that betrayal needs to happen. Yes. So, here's the thing. This has been a thing that everybody's been talking about since Keith Lee signed. Keith Lee versus Miro. How do you feel about that match? It'd probably be alright, but it's not intriguing to me at all, to be honest with me. It's not to me either, and one thing about it is like, I forgot Miro was still there. Like, yeah, that's fucked up. I'm signing with AEW for like a great thing, wasn't it? Like he's in a way better position than than he used to be with former employers. Yeah, it's a lot of people you can say that about because it's just like it's so like it's so random and I know people go, Well, it's they have so many people there that like people won't get time. And somebody pointed out to me, which I actually enjoy, but, like, they don't take full advantage of. They have so many people on a roster in AEW, which means they can mix and match and have fresh matches all the time. Great, right? That would be great, right? But when you see Sheeta versus Serena Deeves about a thousand times, when you see Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker about a thousand times, MJF versus Punk about a thousand times... When you see all of these matches back to back, the Cody versus Sammy Guevara match, like when you see these matches back to back to back to back to back, and you're like, I really don't want to see it. And I know somebody out there is going to be like, they're not back to back. They're like, they're like years apart. No, you know why they're years apart? Because they were only a couple months apart. And like they go right back to the story. It's like, okay, we're going right back to this. We're going to have this match here. We're going to have this match here. Or we're going to lead this match up to this same match. And people go, oh, like they don't do rematches. They they have done a bunch of rematches to the point where people are like, eh. like I said, they have a bunch of people where you can mix and match from like they have a huge roster, like a huge roster, and you can just like, all right, boop, 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 boop. and like to me, it it feels like why don't you utilize that? Like you have it, you supposed to utilize it, just do it. We all would like it to be that way where it's a one and done until like two years later because to be 100% honest if somebody faces somebody 
no matter if they have beef, they face somebody one time. If they go through the whole entire roster, they will never see that person again for five years. And you'll be like, oh shit, I haven't seen that match in that long. That's exactly how it should go. Like, okay. Like they need to rotate. Yeah, like it would be so good. And like if they keep doing this and like turn it this way, they'll turn into WWE what they don't want to be. And I don't want them to be that way. It's like, okay, well, you'll never have that match again for years. And like that's how it is in New Japan. It's like you set up this big ass match for a pay-per-view, it happens. You won't get that match again unless it's in a tournament or the storyline dictates it down the line. Like, Naito and Okada. We could go with that. Naito and Okada. They literally had a storyline that spanned over seven years. And over that seven years, they only wrestled three times. Like, three times. Like, the beginning of the story the middle of the story, and the end of the story. Three times. Seven years. It was a long-term story. Three times in seven years. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, that is so long. Like, that is like that is amazing. Like, that's a long-term story. And every other story they have takes a long time to tell. Like Okada and Tanahashi. They wrestled three times in three pay-per-views, like they wrestled three different Wrestle Kingdoms, each one of them told a story to get to the next one, which means you had to wait a whole entire year to get to that next match. And you're like, oh, wow, that's a thing. Like when, when New Japan does it, they break it up so long and it's like, you will get to where the story's going eventually. Like, you don't get it there. You get it here. Like, one match here, oh, you'll get the next match in, like, a year or two. And then it's like, wow, like, they told this story over this amount of time. That's what I love about New Japan. It's insane, and it's... It makes you anticipate the matches better. better. Exactly. Exactly. Like Like, they had a match... On in January, where Master Watto pinned Desperado, who is the junior champion, he pinned him in a six man. That happened in January, like in the beginning of January, like January fifth. They didn't have the match to February eleventh. That whole entire time, they had other matches, tag team matches. They didn't get to meet until a whole month later. Now Desperado beat. Master Watto. He will never see Master Watto again for about six months until they accidentally have to meet in a fucking tournament. That's it. Mm. But it's like when they have when they have stuff, they spread stuff out. The only reason there's been so many rematch rematches now is because Japan has been in lockdown and everybody's been stuck inside of this fucking quarantine where they have to go okay we're gonna have this match again we're gonna have this match again we're gonna have this match again because they can't do anything else they can't bring in the people that they want to bring in they can't rotate the stars and move out what they want to move out jay white literally is supposed to be there but he can't get in the country so he's just here just 
with his new fiance trying to make a baby. But we, he can't even get there. Yeah, you have a couple people that's not there that's supposed to be there because I, I think uh, G.O.D., like, they're in impact right now. Yeah, they're still stuck outside. Mm-hmm. Fucking Moxie wants to go back. Juice Robinson, well, Juice Robinson, like, this, like he wins. Like, he wins getting stuck out. Like, that's bullshit, dude. You fucking win at losing. That's bullshit. Like, that's fucking bullshit, dude. Fucking win. He's winning at life, but just losing everything else. That's bullshit. Can't stand it. And taking partner Finley. Finley. Finley's also winning at life. Like, it's, it's so dumb. We're gonna move. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on and go to WWE. Yeah. So it starts off with Sonya Deville in the ring saying, "I'm gonna suspend Naomi and all of this shit." And Adam Pearce comes out like, "No, nah, none of that's happening. Like, none of that's happening. And if you touch Naomi, you're going to get fired." And as soon as she said that, I was like, dude, Naomi is going to touch her. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened. Like, okay. And that was the first segment of the show. And I was like, okay. Then we had... Yeah. Then we had the New Day, not the New Day, versus... The lethal lover Lotharios. How do you feel about the new name? How do you feel about not having the name? The, okay, so not having a name is a Vince dumbass thing where Vince is like, man, you can't call them the New Day because I want them to be separate. So they'll just be called Biggie and Kofi. He's like, but they're the New Day. I don't want them to be called the New Day, so they're to be called. It's like, all right, whatever, Vince. That's so dumb. The Lotharios, the Lethal Lotharios is like, it's cool. And like, they're playing into their sexy gimmick, which they had a kiss cam, which I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Who said that you guys should have a kiss cam? Exactly. It's weird. And the funny part about it is like, both of them are married. And it's like, the fuck? It's it's so weird. I think they're both about to have a kid too. Yeah, like that's that's why it's so weird. Like the fuck, like this is their like their new gimmick. I'm like okay, okay, whatever. Who cares? That's the thing. Could have just left it with them being like regular sex now, like they're like his cams and shit. Like I bet you that's gonna evolve. No, it's definitely going to evolve. And, of course, WWE does their thing where it's like, you win on that one week, next week you're going to win. And, of course, the Lethal Lotharios pick up the win. Okay. Not too much fucker either. So. No, I expected it, but, like, not too much at all. Yep. 
We get a backstage with the Viking Raiders. They get attacked by the Usos, and the Usos take their Viking crown thingies, and it's like, huh, looks like the Viking Raiders will probably win the tag titles. Okay. Unless they get it back next week. Yeah. So, then we had a sit-down with Roman Reigns. And Roman talks his normal Roman shit about how he's gonna Goldberg, Goldberg. Yes, that's exactly what he said. He's gonna Goldberg, Goldberg. And he said, you're fighting me and I'm not the same as I was two years ago. So, I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to smash you. He kept saying he's going to smash him. And I'm like, all right, well, that's cool. He looked into the camera and just said, I'm going to smash you. It literally was a fucking flood. It was a flood just because of that. It's like, okay. Every woman just was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, Lord. Here he goes again. Yes. Like he like he doesn't know how good he is. And there was a video going out of him talking shit during matches and everybody was just like, Oh my god, he's so good, he's so good. Oh and they were all collectively losing their shit. I'm like, oh my god. Like I did see one thing that like was like Okay, this is this is the third time that I've heard something like this, and I'm going to explain all three times within a week. Because somebody said, "Yo, that guy kind of looks like a movie star. He's not going to be in WWE for too long." And I'm like, "Fuck!" Like now, regular people are seeing that Roman Reigns is hot, and they're going to definitely take him out of wrestling soon. So. That's the third time I heard this this week because the second time I heard this was when Bianca Belair did like a Fenty ad, which is Rihanna's lingerie and other clothes. It's called Fenty. And she did this ad on Instagram and like all of these normal humans were like, who is she? She's so pretty. And then she did like, she did something else and she was like outside just being her normal bubbly self and they was like, wow she has like star quality like she should be cast in a show and like people start saying all of this good shit about her like how much they thought she was beautiful how much they thought she was this and it's like oh she's going to be gone already now because it's like first off you have the Rihanna thing which is like fucking billion dollar megastar gives you shit like sends you shit and like huh try this on and like do it in an ad and it's like, what? Like, first off, like, how did how did you even connect to that? And like, once you, once people see that, it was like, oh, she's beautiful. She should be in stuff. Like, okay, that's exactly what happened to Sasha, and she's already gone. And like, she like she's gone, and people don't even realize she's gone. And it's so funny that like when I realized she was gone was at the same time I realized, oh shit, we're fucked. You wanna know why we're fucked? What? Boba Fett just ended this week. It ended this week. It was like, oh cool, it ended this week. Mandalorian starts at Christmas time. Mandalorian season three starts at Christmas? 
Mandalorian season three starts at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. You see, you see exactly what just happened. Like, as soon as I said it starts at Christmas, even if she already shot shots, they still need you to be available to do reshoots. Why did she just all of a sudden disappear from everything WWE was doing? She's in posters for the next show, but she's already disappeared for everything that WWE is doing leading up to WrestleMania. It's like, all right, well, she's filming scenes. Like, she's definitely 100% filming scenes. And, like, for people to be like, oh, no, she's not. She's definitely not. They just released a comic book, and she's on a cover with Bo-Katan. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is... Like, this is like this is definitely a hint to what's coming down the line in Mandalorian. And also, that makes her canon in comic books, so that is absolutely weird. Like, I actually didn't see that coming. Like, now she's canon in comic books because she actually wasn't a thing. They made her up. Now she's canon. And now this is his thing. Okay, cool. She's going to be a fucking megastar. Yeah, and like, once the Mandalorian season three is over, if they want to do a Bo-Katan spinoff series, which I've been hearing that they already are talking about, she's getting dragged into that series because she's part of the team which means she's going to get her own episodes and shit to find out where she come from and how she became who she is. And it's like... Yeah, it's like... Really yeah, and it's like, oh man, like this... This is looking like... This is looking like she's gone and not to mention whatever other things are going to be popping up. It's like, oh, this is looking like she's gone, gone. Yeah. Sometimes they, like you need to move on, you know. Yeah, and she was out in LA, and there was also somebody else who was out in LA who opened the forbidden door, which is actually fucking cool, because Sonya Deville was out doing Glad stuff. She was doing stuff for Glad, which is the LGBTQ community thing, and she bumped into Anthony Bowen, and. He was on the same red carpet and they took pictures together and it was the opening of the forbidden door. It's like, wow, didn't see that coming. See, Tony, that's a forbidden door. Yes. If it's not, it's way closer than what the hell you were like talking about. <laughs> yes. And I I love what happened with Anthony Bowens because it was so fucking hilarious. It was so okay. hilarious. Like, it was, like, not hilarious because of, like, the fucking homophobic stuff that the person was saying. It was so hilarious how he clapped back at him with, like, not even being angry and just being just, like, him just being, like, haha, look, motherfucker. Because he posted a picture with him and his partner, and they were on the, the carpet. They actually looked very nice. Like, very nice. So, Are they married? I, I don't know. I I just know that they're together right now. I don't know oh. if they're married. They might, they might be. They might be. But then somebody had to comment, look at this. This is what AEW presents. WWE would never. And he goes, well, just wait till you see my next tweet. And that's when he tweeted out the picture of him and Sonya. It's like, see? I'm like, 
and the guy was like, I'm sorry, I apologize. Like, yeah, 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 apologize, fucking <laughs> asshole. Yeah, David B wouldn't do it. What about that bitch? <laughs> yeah. So back to SmackDown, we had Aaliyah versus Natalia in a no DQ match, which was very dumb as hell. And wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. you have Natalia three seventeen versus uh, 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 the Hitman Natalia. <laughs> you literally just said Natalia twice. I know. I fucked that <laughs> up. <laughs> Aaliyah 317 versus Natalia Hitman Hart. Hit woman. Hit woman Hart. <laughs> and Aaliyah tapped out outside of the ring and the referee rung the bell. And Natty kept fucking her up to Zaya Lee shows up and Zaya Lee scares her off. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, she was protecting her. Yeah. So that's the new. Yeah. We had a uh, Black History Month with The Rock talking about his dad, which was pretty cool. I like yep. that. Me too. Then we have Sami Zayn doing a podcast. And then before that, Johnny Knoxville starts fucking with a lot of shit in Sami Zayn's stuff in WWE shop. And I'm just like, oh, this is going to WrestleMania. Okay, I see that. All right, whatever. Who cares? Like, I'm not even angry about that, but like Johnny versus Sammy is yeah, all right, cool, whatever. I'm not, a, I'm not yeah, against I'm it. Not. Yeah, I'm not against it though. Nah, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be entertaining. It's gonna be fun. Oh, it's gonna. It really will. Yeah. So then Sammy calls out Boogs and Nakamura, and they're coming to his podcast, and Boogs grabs the microphone and gets shocked. And he goes out. Because Sammy set it up to shock him. So when Nakamura went to go check on him, Sammy kicked the shit out of him. Like, okay. Well, that's fun. I ain't gonna lie. That kind of scared the shit out of me. Why? I thought he was having a fucking stroke. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, you didn't hear the big-ass zap when he touched it. was like, no. was like oh, this is weird. But yeah, that that's how that happened. Yeah. Then we had Bartender Cabron versus Cesaro. And of course, Bartender Cabron beats Cesaro. And we have Mad Crap Moss in the back with his eye all fucked up. And he's like, you gotta cancel my match against Drew, pal. Because I can't wrestle him. I can't see. Guys, I can't see. So the doctor tells him, Open your eye and tell me what you can see. And he sees the sword and he's like, Okay, alright, the match is on. Because Drew scared the shit out of him. Yep, okay. So then we get a backstage with Goldberg and he's talking to Michael Cole and he says, It's okay. I love you like a brother. And it's like, What? He was like, like no offense or I don't mean to be uh, offensive but I love you like a brother huh yeah it's like what the fuck like what is this about like what is happening here like why do you love him like a brother that was just random as fucking weird like okay 
And apparently they've known each other for like a long time. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. And then he fucking... Yeah, he said he's gonna fuck... He's gonna fuck um, Roman up. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, sure. All right. You guys are gonna have a match. And he says, I have to beat him. Okay. Beat him. Or try to. Try to beat him. I hope not. But like, he definitely not. Like, I don't see that happening at all. I mean, he could try. Then it was time for the main event. <laughs> it yes, was yes. Stop with the jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? God damn, Silver. I mean, what is his name? Yeah, it's over. It is over. Okay, Silver, stop it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm glad I brought John Silver up because John Silver and Anna J has turned into a meme. And it is actually very funny because it's the meme where John Silver is talking to Anna J and he's explaining something from like a random BTE. And of course, the internet being internet-y was like, okay, we're going to use this as a meme. So they used it as a meme and it started to catch on to all of these different random places where people were like, oh, I like this meme and I'm going to use it. So that's very cool for them. Like, they turned into a meme. I'm glad that that happened. Good for them. It's finally famous. They made it. Yes. Good for them. So, back to the show. Man. They had a real banger of a match with Naomi and Charlotte. I actually didn't, I actually didn't think this match was going to be as good as it was. Plus, it was going to end with no distraction. It was really good. I seriously thought this was some fuckery. Me too. Me too. Like, but it was fucking uh, uh, Sonya couldn't interfere herself, so I figured she would have paid somebody off to do it. Like, that would have been fun. Yeah. But, like, damn, that match was so good. And... Unfortunately, Naomi did not win. She did not win. So, yeah. That's the thing. And after the match, after the match was the real fun because I known about this from the beginning that there's going to be a tag team match set up. And this is how they set up the match because after the match, Sonya Deville comes down and beats the shit out of Naomi. And Charlotte joins in, and she's like, no, nah, I'm going to help. I'm going to beat her ass with you. <laughs> yeah, we're beating each other's ass. <laughs> yeah. They beat her down and was like, okay, cool, whatever. And then here comes Rowdy, Rowdy, Ronda Rousey. I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, I'm here. And she beat her down and helped Naomi. And they made the tag team match. Naomi and Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte and Sonia Deville. Okay. This is for Saudi Arabia? Yes, this is for Saudi Arabia Elimination Chamber. The Elimination okay. Chamber. Ha ha. Ha ha. It's a bar. It's a thing. Ha 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 ha. I don't know why I just turned French there. Don't judge me. 
Pepe the Pew. Be the Pew Pew. <laughs> but yeah, that is uh, everything that happened on that show and the other show, which means both shows are done. It means our shows are done also. So we're over. Do you have- yeah, we actually are over. Do you have any more news that you would like to talk about? None whatsoever. You sure it has to be something that you would like to talk about? We covered SmackDown and we covered the land of hooks, cages, fur coats, and ass boys. Yes. And with that said, goodbye.